0: Hey, good morning to you again, and uh, beautiful Thursday morning to just a worship board, and thanks for tuning in today for our Meditation of the Psalm, and I have asked to come and, and be a part of this again today, Pastor Aaron, and um, so Aaron Hoffman, thanks for being here, and, and I, uh,
1: they can't see you nod your head. <laughs> you have to say hello. <laughs> hello. It is good to be here, and I hope you have your cup of coffee with you, There you go. and Start hopefully you're drinking good coffee, because life is way too short to drink bad coffee. <laughs> so put some whipped cream on it. There's nothing sinful about that.
0: I don't even drink coffee. I got my honey water today.
1: Oh, that sounds
0: terrible. It, anyway. It's actually really good. <laughs> but um, I asked Aaron to um, actually pick out a psalm today and kind of lead our discussion in it, so... Aaron, what psalm do you have for us? And uh, take it away, brother. Go for it.
1: All right. Thank you, Pastor. Yeah, we're going to be looking at uh, this morning uh, Psalm uh, 112. So if you have your Bible, um, uh, go ahead. If Please feel free to open to Psalm 112. If you're driving down the road, don't do that. Um, <laughs> if you're on your way to work or something, please don't do that. Just listen along. Uh, but, uh, but we're going to be looking at Psalm uh, 112. Uh, I love this psalm. Uh, it's it's uh, talking about basically the whole way through talking about the righteous person, uh, the righteous man or woman, someone. Uh, ju- ju- just for clarification, the the individual who knows God uh, personally mm-hmm. has has uh, come to understand that they were a sinner and and that Jesus Christ came to save them from their penalty and reunite uh, them with God through His death and resurrection and. That it, and has accepted that and come to know Him. Um, so, so that's uh, who we're going to talk about uh, in in Psalm 112. And it just has a lot of uh, real practical things um, for us to think about as we're really as we're just in this troubled time right now um, in in our country with this uh, it, uh, with the coronavirus and the things that are going on with that. Um, just has some real good practical things for us to think about um, as righteous people and how God desires for us to conduct ourselves. So so we're just going to take a few minutes to look at some of these verses. Uh, we, won't get, we, we probably won't get through the whole thing, but hopefully we'll get to look at just some real practical things that will just be encouraging uh, for you. And so let's just uh, look at uh, just starting off with verse number one. Uh, Praise the Lord. Uh, And hopefully we've all done that this morning uh, because he's worthy of that.
0: You know know what the Hebrew
1: is for that? No, you'll have to enlighten me there.
0: That phrase is hallelujah. Oh. It starts out with ha, and then uh, le is is the word there for God, or el, uh, the el there. So praise el ja. So praise the Lord.
1: Wow, well, that's really cool. Could I please ask the questions from I'm now sorry. on? Yep, I'm so. sorry. Yep. I'm sorry. You take away with this. <laughs> no, that no, was no. A good thought. It was no. I'm. I'm kidding. That was a very good thought. Um. But yeah. But let's just it, 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 just look there in verse number one as we talk about uh uh this righteous individual and and just his his actions and reactions. First of all, it says, "Blessed is the man." Blessed, um, simply meaning happy. Or, or uh, someone who considers himself to be very fortunate, a mm-hmm. very fortunate person, uh, happy. Happy is the man who fears the Lord. He, he, you know something, uh, Pastor? Mm-hmm. Uh, I be- probably just about every uh, pastor or or leader, um, leader in the spiritual sense, has has probably. Uh, used Second Timothy chapter one uh, verse seven mm-hmm. with people. Sure, uh, not gives us a spirit of fear. Yes, yeah. God has not given us a spirit of fear. Sure, uh, but of power and love and self control. Um, but but I'll tell you what. This is good for us to keep in mind. There is actually that 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 is so true. Uh, them saying that that is so right. true. But there is actually a fear that we need to keep close to ourselves mm-hmm. as children of God. Yeah. Um, there's a healthy fear, especially I think in times that we, in in a kind of time that we're living in right now. And that's the fear of the Lord. Mm-hmm. Um, can Can you just go into a little bit what is the fear of the Lord and and what will that look like in somebody's life, particularly sure. in a time like this?
0: Sure, yeah, so the the word there, fear is the word yare, and it actually has the idea of reverence or awe. Um, and so the fear of the Lord is really when we understand who God is. So it's the meditation and my, just the awe of God in His and in his key attribute is His holiness. So that ought to drive us, you know, before the throne it is, it is the triplicate, holy, holy, holy Lord, God Almighty. And when we stop and just are in awe of an awesome God that He is, now uh, he's holy, He's separate from sin. He, he's he's awesome in power. You look around at creation and see all he's made, and so the fear of the Lord is, well, wow, God deserves my reverence and my my worship, my adoration, um, because of his character, hmm. um, and so that's really the fear of the Lord. And so that's different than the fear in First uh, Timothy, uh, Timothy, Timothy two verse seven or Second Timothy two Second Timothy two verse seven. That's a that's a different aspect for fear. That's a fear of man, a fear of situations, and those things. This is a a, a good and right perspective of
1: God. Mm, yeah, and and really, I think that it, it, uh, the the next phrase plays right into that. Like, as I have that this reverence for my Lord, um, this this fear, this awe of Him, um, really, it plays into uh, it, as. It, right there, the next phrase, who greatly delights in his commandments. As I'm in awe of him, uh, I'm, I believe I'm going to be pushed to, to delight in his commandments, Mm -hmm. um, to, to delight in it. Now, now that, 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 uh, makes me think of a couple of things. Number one, to delight in obeying him, Mm -hmm. uh, with my life. Uh, this, this righteous person delights in obeying him, but, uh, so something else comes to my mind as I read that, as I think about delighting in His commandments, and that's uh, Psalm chapter one, mm-hmm. where it, it, where where the Scripture says, "Blessed is the man, um, who who walks not in the counsel of of the wicked, nor stands in the way of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scoffers, but his delight is in the law of the Lord, mm-hmm. uh, w- w- which is God's word." Now if you're anything like me and you're probably not be, because you're you're much much better and much more on top of stuff yeah right. um but no i'm serious but but if if anyone is anything like me it's when i when i have a lot of time on my hands mm-hmm. um and which which some people have more time on their hands right now than they usually do uh ju- just with things closing down and and, and, and you know, and and uh, uh, just our government encouraging social distancing and those kinds of things. Uh, a lot of people, I think, have more time on their hands, mm-hmm. and it's during those times for me anyway, that I can struggle spending personal time with God in His word and meditating on His commandments, yeah. and and really making that part of my day. Um, so 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 let me ask you this. Uh, wh- what would you say to someone? Who struggles with that? Who struggles spending time with God, um, especially during during a time like this? And and would you just give any suggestions uh, uh, to maybe where where people could go uh, in Scripture right now, where they could be encouraged during this time?
0: Yeah, yeah, I think that's a good a good comment or thought there. And um, you know, the reality is is it, it should be just the the pattern of a Christian's life you know, the Bible talks about as newborn babes desire the sincere milk of the word. There ought to be a regular desire for that and a hunger for that so that when you come to these situations it's like, oh man, I just need a little bit I need more sustenance to this. I need to, you know, find some strength. There are times in my life you know, where things have been uh, you know, you you have one of those situations that kind of shakes your grounding for a little bit and uh, there's been times where I've just, I've chosen to not go into the office right away and I spent an extra hour or so just reading the bible and praying just to get fed from the lord you know we we we've got to understand that this is god speaking to us in his word and so this is like you're going to sit at at at, at his feet and listen to him and have him just tell you what he says and tell you how he cares for you and so there's a delight to say man I just want I want to hear that um, and so I think we need to keep that perspective I think these two things the, the fear of the Lord and delighting in His word aren't two separate things, but they're two things that are linked together. Um, when we have an awe of God and a full grasp for who He is and our need for Him and our dependence upon Him, especially in situations like this, but on a day to day, we're going to delight to hear from Him in His word. Hmm. Um, you know, that's why you look at it throughout the, the Old Testament as the, the command was given to the different kings to write down their own copy of the law copy of the Word, and they were supposed to read that themselves on a daily basis and meditate in it. Um, and so it has to start there with an awe of God. You've got to, just to stop and think about who is God and, and why you need Him. But I'd say some practical texts to, to go to, just to be reminded of that. Um, I think you'd look at Psalm 90, recognizing that He has numbered our days. You could look at Psalm 46 that talks about you know he is ever present. The Lord is our refuge and strength, and ever present help in time of trouble. And be reminded of that as he speaks into that. Um, I think uh, you know the book of Philippians as Paul writes it, um, and you know you see him. His whole perspective is on on joy, even though he's writing from a Roman prison cell, and and he writes rejoice evermore in everything, give thanks, and um, and, and and so. Those are maybe a couple key texts, um, but the Psalms, that's why we're doing this meditation in the Psalms. We're going to pick out, you know, there's 150, and we're going to pick out a few over the next several weeks, but the Psalms are just practical um, just to see God and um, and to see who He is from a practical perspective. Uh, Psalm 139, to see His sovereignty. He—he he, th- There's nowhere we can go from His presence. He knows everything about us, His, his omniscient power that He has fearfully and wonderfully made us his thoughts towards us are more than the sand the shore you know to be just reminded of these truths and um, and so I think those are just some texts that I find very comforting but then just to get in a regular a, a regular I don't think it's always good just to be just jumping around but using a regular study um, we actually just put on our website uh, yesterday a uh, an e100 100 different readings in scripture you can go on to the uh, where it has the ministries and it has a, a Bible reading plan and you can Read a hundred different scriptures, just for the Word of God, um, to help you get a good biblical perspective, and so hmm. just getting that pattern, pattern of delighting in God's Word.
1: Yeah, boy, absolutely. the The actions of a righteous man, mm-hmm. uh, in particular during during a time like this, um, out of Psalm one twelve. Yeah, wonderful. Thank you very much. Let me uh, j- just in the couple minutes that we have left here, le- let me jump down and just focus on a couple of these verses. Let, let me just read. Uh, verses uh, 4 through 6 for a moment. Mm -hmm. Um, Light dawns in the darkness for the upright. He is gracious, merciful, and righteous. It is well with the man who deals generously and lends, who conducts his affairs with justice. For the righteous will never be moved. He will be remembered forever. You know, as we think about uh, being a child of God, being righteous— and, and, and just looking at how God desires for a righteous person to conduct himself or herself and how, how, how um, God desires for righteous people to be Christ-like. Um, Pastor, um, according to these verses, what would, would, would you just, off, off the top of your head, what, what would you say are just some practical ways that righteous people can be Christ-like as our country is in the state it's in right now, mm-hmm. um, j- just and and be Christ-like to people in our communities, in our church families, yeah. um, to our neighbors, etc. Yeah. What 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 are some practical practical things there?
0: Yeah, um, I, I think we have to realize that this starts from an internal perspective before it becomes an external perspective. So we have to, um, you know, internalize a time with the Lord. And then that's going to flow kind of in concentric circles out from there. So it's going to flow to we could take time to lead our families and, and have Bible devotions and, and discussions there and encouraging our, our wives and children and those around us into the truths of God's word. Um, but then it, I mean, it really deals with it here in the text that, you know, a good man will deal graciously. He lends, he's gracious, full of compassion. He's going to He's going to guide his affairs with discretion. So he's going to be just doing life but doing it wisely. Um, And so there's going to be an act of just prudence. In fact, the Bible says to Joshua in in Joshua 1, 8 and 9, that this book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth, but you shall meditate therein day and night. For then you'll make your way prosperous and then you'll have good success. And the word success there actually is a word that means prudence. You're going to just make wise decisions. And so a, a, a Christian who's steadfast in the Lord who fears him who's being fed by his commandments. There's going to be a kind of a firm foundation to him. He's not going to get shaken by these situations. He's going to make wise decisions. He's going to be gracious towards people, loving towards his kids, leading them wisely and and guiding them through this time, giving good uh, guidance to them. And and then it's going to go out even further than out to the community as to the neighbors and, and just... Building bridges, just talking to people, making yourself available. How can I help you with this or anything you need? and Or just walking down the street and just building up conversations with people that maybe don't normally have the time. We're a very fast-paced, um, kind of yes. internalized culture. Yes. And it's these times we're, we're like kind of forced to slow down and, hey, realize we got some neighbors we can talk to. Maybe <laughs> yeah. see if they need anything. And you know, Last night I was at a fire hall meeting and got a chance just to say that all the firemen there and, and women that, hey, if you guys need anything, I'm, I'm here. If you want somebody to pray with you and talk with you and had some talk with me afterwards, but just that availability um, is, I think, just very practical that Christians can be doing, and that, again, it stems from the internal. Mm. We can't just force the external if we don't first fear the Lord and delight in Him Yes, and delight in His Word. So this is all building together in one psalm.
1: Yeah, well, yeah, I, boy, absolutely. And once again, just talking about the the actions and reactions of a righteous individual, someone who knows God yeah. and and is walking closely with him hey you know in in just the the couple of seconds we have left I just want to read uh, uh, I, I just want to read for everybody verse number seven where verse seven which I think is so practical for the time that we are in right now where and the Bible says he is not afraid of bad news. Mm. That's His good. heart is firm, trusting in the Lord. Yeah. And when we walk closely with Him, we realize that we can trust Him. Mm-hmm. And when th- and when bad news comes, like we're in bad news right now, mm-hmm. we can stand firm in our trust in the Lord. Yeah. And so I believe that's about all the time we have. Hopefully that's a, that's a bit of an encouragement. That's uh, an
0: encouragement to me, brother. I appreciate you bringing that today. Um, just to remind me, again, that God's in control and... Um, that we get a chance as Christians to live this out. Um, so, hey, let me close this in prayer, and uh, then we'll wrap this up today. Okay. God, thank you so much for just your word. It is a delight to us. It guides us and gives us these truths. Lord, help us to be steadfast in it, to delight in it, to find just the, the reward of, of walking with you through it. And uh, as we recognize who you are, Lord, today, and, and we don't know all that you have planned for us today, uh, or today, may we be grounded in you. May our hearts be a steadfast trusting in you, and will not be afraid. Lord, help us to live right before you. But we thank you for this truth this morning, and pray that you would just encourage our hearts with it. Here we pray. Amen. All right, thank you, guys. Have a great day.